Have you been scrolling through many, many, many film podcasts thinking there's far too many of these? Or have you been thinking there's something missing? There's something we're not quite getting. A waffler from Northern England reviewing films, for example. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. No politics, no pandering, no point. So, did that have enough gross out moments for you? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, it did. You were, when you recommended it, you're absolutely right about like, yeah, you, do you like gross stuff? Do you like bugs? Uh, a lot of bugs. A lot of bugs. Yeah. Lots of bugs going in people's mouths and noses and spewing mm-hmm. out of people's mouths. Oh, the, the scene that I would... Did you figure out which scene I meant when I said there'll be a scene and you'll know which one it is? I, I wondered whether it was the bug one um, when she sort of wakes up uh, and she just like spews all the bugs into her mouth. I wondered if it was that one because that one got me. That one did make me go and I was like, oh, no. Nah. I was thinking actually, I was thinking of the scene where she attacks him in the car and she knocks her teeth out and then she's like oh. trying to bite her, but she's just like on her face, on her chin, like... Oh, just gum in her chin. It's very mouth focused, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I, I thought you'd enjoy it. I thought it's just. I can't believe you've not seen it. I thought that'd be. It oh, it was so good fun. Ready. I can't believe I hadn't seen it, but I just. I don't think from what I um from what I imagined the film to be, it didn't really. I think I thought it was going to be less fun than it was. Um, I'm used to just some really quite dreary horror films, you know, where it just seems like it's going over the same thing over and over again. But um, it was just really good fun. Like, it's nice to have a horror film that is just fun and is funny, but not in like a cringe funny way. Yeah, I think uh, I think that comes from the guy who made it. I think uh, it, you can tell it's by a director who's clearly been doing his job for quite a while and knows exactly what he's all about. And the script's decent as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I best uh, best introduce what we're doing. <laughs> uh, yes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. Uh, once again, I'm joined by Sarah from the Weird Horizon podcast. Uh, welcome. Although we've just kicked straight into it because <laughs> I wanted to. It's good. Um, yeah, you were right. It was a good recommendation when you said, oh, if you like this, you'll, you'll really love um, Drag Me to Hell You Are. You're correct. I'd... Cheers. I um, I'm quite happy to be fair. I mean, happy in terms that I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm one of those people. I don't recommend bad things. Number one, I don't recommend bad food, and two, I don't re- recommend bad films. I think. I think I'm talking to myself here. Um, what has happened here? And we're back. Sorry for that brief technical problem interlude. Um, <laughs> uh, Sarah's back. I'm back. Um, for better or worse. And <laughs> yep, Sarah. In the meantime, uh, the downtime. She's been reading the Parents Guide. Is it on IMDb? Yeah. Ah, go on. It's You've just got- one of my. It's one of my like guilty pleasures. If I watch a film, I have to immediately go look at the parents' guide. I don't know why. It's just um, 
it's just I enjoy it so much like oh, one of the that one of the threatening th- things about Drag Me to Hell. Um, I'm going to find the exact wording because it got me. Oh, please do. Yeah, quote it word for word. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's, like I said, guilty pleasure of mine because you just get to see all the really stilted um, descriptions of what happens in the film after you've just watched it and it just, I just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got, where's the one that I really enjoy? There's a lot of a woman does this, a woman does that. Okay, frightening and intense scenes. Uh, the movie's main idea is about being dragged into hell, and this is fairly disturbing. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, like, well, you're not Sherlock. wrong. Well, Sherlock, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's quite scary. Um, it's, I love it, because you've got all the, all the times people use profanity. You've got at least one shit and whore, and the word bitch is used several times. <laughs> if you don't have a good shit in a film, What's the use? What's the point? But like they've censored it on here on the profanity. Uh, they, they haven't written shit. So this is some very puritanical person for some reason yeah. who's who's fine. The title drag me to hell. And they're like, I wonder if this is going to be suitable for um, my 10 year old Christian boy. Uh, yeah, it's like, hello, I, I'm just looking for a nice film. I was thinking Finding Nemo, I was thinking Toy Story, maybe a bit Pocahontas, but drag me to hell caught my eye. But upon looking at this parent's guide, I'm thinking it's not appropriate. Although my son does rather like goats. No, it's just, just do you know what I mean? Like, why, yeah. why would, oh, I don't know. It's just. If anything, it's one of these films where, like, the title tells you exactly what it is and the cover tells you exactly what it is. You wouldn't pick up Drag Me to Hell and be like, I wonder if it's about uh, <laughs> being dragged into hell. Well, I've got the DVD here, actually. Oh, it's slightly broken. Um. And it says, so on the front, for anybody who can't see it, uh, in terms of you haven't got a copy, um, the main actress, Alison Lohman's on the front. I think that's how you pronounce it. And she's screaming. She's in flames. There's a little house behind her with its lights on. Don't really get what that's about. Um, and then there's, seriously, there is. And then there's claws grabbing her shoulders. She's looking, and like a neck. She's looking upwards, like screaming her hair's all down her face. Um, I mean, she looks like shit to be fair on the front of it. I mean, she been she, through hell. Yeah. She's been through hell. She's getting dragged to hell. You know, she, her, her hairstyle is the last of her problems. Um, and then, <laughs> what am I talking about? Right, the um, mid getting dragged. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then at the top of it's all in red, and then top it says from Sam Raimi, the director of Spider Man. That might be it. That might be it. The that might, might be it. That might be it. We've we've solved it, or at least put a theory yeah. out there. You really enjoy Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but directly underneath it's the scariest movie of the decade in massive block capitals. Um, yeah. Yeah, should we see what the back says? I always find this quite interesting. So, Horror Maestro, director Sam Raimi, in brackets, Spider Man trilogy, Evil Dead trilogy, makes a, makes a spectacular return to the genre with Drag Me to Hell. Christine Allison Lawman, gamer in brackets, is an ambitious but kind hearted loan officer with a charming boyfriend. Charming, really? All right, then. Uh, Justin Long, dash of Jeepers Creepers. But when she denies no lady an extension on her home loan, sounds riveting so far, uh, she mm. has no idea of the terrifying, awful curse placed on her by the enraged pensioner. <laughs> enraged pensioner. Who's that? Enraged that? pensioners are great. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> Christine is given just three days before she will apparently be... Li- what? What's this? Christine is given... 
just three days before she will apparently be literally dragged to hell. Who wrote that sentence and what do they get in a GCC English? Christine is given just three days before she will apparently be literally dragged to hell. Right, okay. You, can, you didn't need to put literally in there. You could just, never mind. Um, I'm just trying her, to fit a word count. I know, exactly. Um, as her date with fate approaches, makes it sound like a Terminator film. Christine is desperate, desperate to break the curse, whilst being increasingly plagued by horrifying nightmares and apparitions. Good word. <laughs> will, oh, listen to this next bit, and it's a question. Will she escape eternal damnation? <laughs> There's only one way to find out in the... in the. Oh, my God, they've used the sec, like twice... There's only, oh, I'm such a pedantic sod when it comes to English, but it says there's only one way to find out, comma, in the, quote, the scariest movie of the decade. So they've put in the, the scary, oh dear God. There's no excuse. This is someone's job. That's someone's not, whole job that's not good. That. I'm sorry. That's not good. I, whatever yeah. you were paid to write that, like, that's not good <laughs> enough. I'm sorry. And who proofread this? This is on DVDs, this. Who pr- oh. I know. Anyway. And then they get printed out in the thousands and, uh, you know, sent exactly. out there. That's terrible. Do you want to, How do you th- get that job? I don't know. How do you get it? I want it. I want the job. I'll do it, <laughs> do it better. Yeah. Um, I have to write notes at work. I can't put spelling mistakes in it. it looks unprofessional, but someone bangs it on the back of a DVD cover, gets away with it. Disgraceful. Uh, special features, production diaries, the bloody nose, inside the mm. psychic world, makeup effects, Alison in mud. <laughs> That's literally it. Um, the nightmare. Alison's wire work, Justin Long profile, the parking lot fight, the parking lot fight. That makes it sound like some like, you know, like bare knuckle fight or something like that. Yeah. Um, the next bit, oh, the goat. <laughs> That's literally it. Um, set tour, the great room, <laughs> puzzle car. Puzzle car. Oh, yeah. Puzzle car. Yeah, I presume to film the car sequence of the move. Bits of the car, oh, yeah. there. Mm. but it does make it sound like it's it's a bit like a Rubik's cube, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and then puzzle car, and then dragging her to hell. Oops, inventive, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, there's always. There's, I mean, honestly, I think you could do an entire podcast just reading the back cover of of DVD covers. I've done it a I few times before, and it's just like who who writes this stuff? Like, anyway. I don't know. Because if you've seen the film, it like somehow the description just sucks all the life out of the film. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the film, I've never flipped over a DVD case and on the back of it decided if I wanted to watch something. Because they always sound, they just make it sound terrible all the time. But like, this is, this is a whole craft. This is a whole like, um, you know, there's going to be a whole industry of people doing this. Exactly. Exactly. I mean... Sometimes, I mean, sometimes they go kind of short and sweet. I'm just reading the Scorpion Kings and the, the one on the back of this is pretty decent. Short, snappy to the point. Other times like that, they're just too, far too much in there. And the English yeah. was terrible as well. Um, <laughs> I like enraged pensioner though. Just... Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, to share my don't do ep- <laughs> to share my don't do episode titles because that'd be a great one. Just the enraged It'll be pensioner. Really oh. Like you said, I reckon you could do a podcast with just... um. I think because some of these, if you take the names out, you could honestly, you wouldn't be able to tell what film it's talking about half the time. Because like the tone's just completely just not there. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was just seeing if I have any more that I could, but uh, I've not got, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, here's one for you. So we'll start this. I've created a new segment. So I will, I'll take out 
the actors. See if you can guess mm-hmm. which film this is. And I'll, I'll say blank. Okay, so blank, blank. And this is off of VHS, by the way. Blank, blank is the Cape, is the Cape Crusader, in, which is a bit of a giveaway, but in the new <laughs> fun adventures of blank and blank, starring alongside blank, 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 blank. Right. There's a new icy reign of villainy on the Metropolis. As the shim- Metropolis was Spider-Man? Superman, wasn't it? Anyway, uh, as the shimmering and terrifying figure of destruction, so-and-so, so-and-so, joins forces with so-and-so, so-and-so, and plans world domination from, from their so-and-so, so-and-so. Once again, the citizens turn to Batman to free and save the city from the something grip of crime. Batman teams up with his daredevil partner, Robin, armed with innovative gadgets. Innovative gadgets? Redesigned vehicles? <laughs> And a new secret weapon, a tough and courageous new partner. The triumphant trio fight together to save Gotham City from its most, de- most deadly threat yet. Which film do you think yeah. that is? Batman and Robin. Yeah, it was a bit, of a, a bit of a... Well, you said Batman and Robin, but but yeah. if you took those out, it's just like these and these team up against these people. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, so it doesn't capture any of the tone of it. Like, that I sounds s- really boring. It doesn't sound like something that... You know, it doesn't sound like it's going to be energetic and it'll, like, you know, I don't know. No, not at all. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Um, I mean, I've got a, a film. I mean, when you go back to kind of moral fashion films, you've got um, you've got kind of like, I've got a film uh, called Shenandoah, which is like an old-fashioned uh, Western with James Stewart. When did it go? 1965. So this one's like, with the in- integrity and depth of an epic, uh, Shenandoah, uh, I'll be able to say it wrong, Tells the dramatic story of a man caught in a dilemma. James Stewart stars as a Virginia farmer during the Civil War. He refuses to support the Confederacy because he's opposed to slavery, yet he will not support the Union because he is deeply opposed to war. When his son is taken prisoner, Stewart goes to search for the boy, seeing firsthand the horrors of war. He is at last forced to take his stand. There you go. Done. Easy. Yeah. You convey a tone there. You know what to expect. You know kind of what the film's going for. I'm going to read the back of that and kind of know whether this is the film for me. Like, what happened in the intervening years? Who took over and then lost the craft of writing a decent DVD cover? I don't know. It just... Like, we read The Mummy, didn't we? The new Mummy. And it was just Mm -hmm. like, what's this? Like, what? Like, oh, anyway, what could you do? So, drag me to hell. (laughs) To drag it back to the uh, back to the, the subject of this podcast, um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I hadn't seen it in a while. It was quite quick paced. I felt I, I, I don't think it lulls at any point. No, it's like it's just around ninety minutes. I think it's uh, about an hour thirty five. I think yeah, so ninety. Yeah, it just whips along. Yeah, I but... um, I have to say from the uh, from the summary, there's one thing that I immediately take on bridge with so you were annoyed about the enraged pensioner thing oh well it's more the english yeah Yeah, she's not yeah she's not she's not she's She's horrible she's just like oh i'm so nice and sweet she immediately straight away just starts throwing people under the bus um i just and at the, the very end you know when she's with her boyfriend and he's just like oh i just love how you know you're so kind hearted you're you've got such a good heart and yeah you, after just, you've been that, cursed yeah yeah i'm just like no <laughs> no she isn't she's not a nice person um, it was so strange i thought yeah. it was just me like do i just do i just dislike this woman for some reason but she's not kind-hearted at all no it's very shit i mean she doesn't deserve to be dragged to hell but 
spoilers. Does anyone? Gets dragged to hell at the end. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> God, it's not getting to that. We'll be here for hours. Um, <laughs> who deserves to get dragged to hell? Sarah and Sean asked the question. Um, you know, I, I don't... Um, yeah. I, I, no, she isn't really, is she? I mean, no. she's kind of ambiguous. And then she, she basically... She admits at the end, right before she gets dragged under a train, uh, that she... Um, she 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 could have given him uh, could have given the lady mm-hmm. Mrs Ganesh an extension on her mortgage. Um, I mean, because if anything, if you think about it completely logically, without you know um, the look of the film or anything, if like she's not a good person, she's I'm not saying she's a bad person, but she she doesn't make a co- particularly compassionate decision. It's like oh, I've had two defaults on my loan, no. and then she's like, no, sorry, or because her boss is like, you need to make tough decisions. Yeah, well. Maybe not the old woman who is just yeah. missed a few payments on a house, but lived there yeah. for years. Exactly. Um, you made the wrong decision. You've been put in a position where you either, you know, prioritize yourself and just like a, a minor promotion versus someone's life, and you've chosen yourself. So, like, arguably, <laughs> the sort of what happens to her after that is like, well, yeah, you kind of you had to make a decision at that point, and you chose to kind of go against your morals as you see them and like it doesn't matter if you do that and then feel bad after the fact like you still knew she shouldn't have done it she knew as soon as she did it that she shouldn't have done it and she could have done something there's times before you know before you find out that the the old lady's like died in the meantime she had a chance to put it right yeah definitely absolutely and she's didn't. Just, no she's just trying to kind of show off for a boss and um, although I mean I will say this as well because um, not to get too like not to deep dive into the emotions of it but I love like the action sequences are pretty decent like the fight scene in the car like the stapler I'm mm-hmm. just, I love seeing a stapler used as a weapon like I'm not sadistic but I'm just saying it's proper like, scrappy isn't it oh, in terms <laughs> of film, oh yeah there's hair getting it's a proper like fight between two women isn't it like there's hair getting ripped apart <laughs> There's like teeth flying everywhere. Uh, there's a staple. There's nails and nails yeah, and, and the teeth. ruler as well. Yeah, it's like <laughs> metal, though, isn't it? Who, yes. who has a metal ruler in their car? Or is it meant to be exactly. some kind of scraper? Is it meant to be like an ice scraper? But I wouldn't use that I, on my car. I'd scratch the hell out of your windscreen. I think it's the ruler. But again, at that point, I'm thinking that goes from, you know, self-defense of just trying to get this lady off you. If you stab a metal ruler down someone's throat, I'd argue that goes beyond just trying to stop the current situation. I mean, it's a bit although to be, to, to be fair, the, the woman like pretty much tries to strangle her out. Like when I watched this the first time, mm-hmm. I thought she was just attacking her, but she pretty much just tried to kill her, which then begs the question of, well, why are you, why does she curse her later on? But I, I guess she hasn't killed her. So, but I, it was also quite funny. I think there's definitely black comedy in there in terms mm-hmm. of like because like she stabs him in the throat and you're like oh my god and then the, then the woman's just like <sighs> just coughs it out and i was yeah. like <laughs> i was like laughing about it's like this. a seagull yeah <laughs> <laughs> except she didn't swoop down and take the ruler right out of her hand maybe in the outtakes i don't know but uh, yeah it was <laughs> or goes the other way <laughs> Oh God! I know. <laughs> She's got the ruler in her hand, and the lady just yes swoops across and is glitch. Yeah, it goes for a chin again. That. Oh God! Oh, I know. I wonder if that, I wonder if that's what it looks like if you play it in reverse. <laughs> Anybody out there? Let us know. 
Um, <laughs> it's a good film. You can have a good laugh. Like the, the scene where they film. have the seance. They have the seance and it's all like frightening and scary and like the goat attacks that guy and like bites his hand and I'm like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. And then above the fire, he starts doing this little jig and I'm like, what's he doing? Like I was like legitimately giggling. Like, what are you doing? Like this, he does this little dance like a marionette. Like, what's he doing? Oh, and he's got the weird contorted face as well. Just like, mm. like proper pulled into this weird, uh, like, you know, stereotypical demon face and like, that scene just goes all out. Like, I'm so glad the goat was there. As soon as they brought on the goat, I was like, yes, this is going to well, go in a way, this is going to go in the direction I wanted to go well, in. Yeah, well, they used it. they used like a real, they used a real goat for some of it. And then they used like an actual, you like practical effects. They used like an actual model of a goat. <laughs> like there's minimal CGI in this film as well, which I really like. Um, and yes. yeah, I love, I love it where he like, and how, I'm sorry, right. And this is going to sound really, don't take this out of context, anybody. But how hard is it to kill a goat? Like, he's got a massive yeah. sword, right? He's got a massive sword, and he goes to chop the goat's head off, and the goat moves back about 10 inches, and the guy just, just splices the rope. I'm like, oh, mate, come on. Like, how yeah, quick's a goat? Although it's a demon There's, like, goat. four of you. There's four of you in that room, and you have the machete there with the express purpose of killing this goat. So, like, things have gone swimmingly up until this point. <laughs> the demon is in the goat. All you have to do is do the thing that you've been planning to do presumably practicing to do and then like you said his steps like four inches out of the way and they're like well we tried our hardest damn <laughs> goat just too that, clever that fiendish little goat <laughs> i mean it's a demon goat granted but um this film is not actually no I'm, i was about to say oh this film's not as wacky as we make it out to be no it really is but it's also genuinely frightening like this like the scene where that like flies flying around her bedroom and then, and then flies up a nose and comes out of another nostril and then goes mm -hmm. in her mouth and like, oh, uh, yeah. And then when she gets vomited on by beetles. Um, and there's also like, yeah, it doesn't play all mm. out. Sorry, go on. No, I was just saying that's that's the scene that I I was just like, oh, God, uh, that one got me. It's the it's the vomit and bug combination, I think. And then reading apparently it's maggots. I thought it was worms, but yeah, vomiting mm, maggots onto her was a bit, it was good. And then apparently like it was the, spaghetti, the... spaghetti. It, was. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't make it better. Oh, no. I like the fact they did it, it for real. Like cold spaghetti. Oh, I do. I couldn't eat that. In, I couldn't eat that with a bit of cold bolo on it, let alone, let alone with like fake bugs in it. I'd be like, no, you're all right. Um, no. All right. The, yeah, I think that, and there's also like it doesn't go all out for the jump scares, like especially the scene mm. where it's filmed really well, like this. You know the scene where it it pans like she's looking behind her car because there's that weird kind of handkerchief floating in front of her <laughs> in the car, and then it like all of a sudden it springs on the windscreen. She's like, ah, like she screams, and you're like, yeah. handkerchief and a bit weird. Yeah, that that <laughs> handkerchief was really pulling punctures when it yeah, comes it really to the jump scares because <laughs> then it comes back you think like oh we've had all the hand handkerchief can give and then the handkerchief comes back later down the <laughs> to smother her. possessed handkerchief and then it like floats past the car and there's this beautiful shot where the camera just pans around like 180 degrees and you see like the dark figure but because they don't move the first time i watched it i thought it was either the back of her head Oh, it was mm -hmm. like a seat rest. Now all of a sudden, like Mrs. Ganesh comes out of the shadows. I'm doing the I'm doing the actions again, even though no one it can worked see on me. It worked on me, yeah. and I kind of I had an idea of where this was going. Like I've seen scenes like this before, 
Um, but even so, it's just a really clever little visual effect because your eyes just drawn through. And then, yeah, by possessed the time you notice, she's just right there. Yeah, well, by the handkerchief. Yeah. You're captivated by this possessed handkerchief. I tell you what, it's a good film. It really is a great film where um, they can have <laughs> such a ridiculous thing as like a possessed goat, uh, mm-hmm. a possessed handkerchief, um, a, you know, false teeth flying here, hither and dither. <laughs> And you still, you still like take it moderately seriously. Like it's still effective. Like it should be an absolute. We said this before with the Mummy Returns, but mm-hmm. I think these are just the films you pick. It should be an absolute mess. It should be just like, oh, this film's just stupid. But it, it's not. It's really, really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, the watching it back though, maybe it's because I'm a bit older and a bit more jaded. I don't know. But there was a few bits that, I, that didn't really land for me this time around. You know, like like where she's in the grave and she's like fighting and she's like stuffing the coin like down her throat and stuff and then she's like like eat this bitch and she like stabs the like the dead body in the face with like a spade and i was like and then she has all these like one liners like choke on it bitch and i was like i don't know whether it was just the delivery or i just didn't i thought well it's a bit it hasn't Mm. really how's it supposed to land because like it's the lines make you think that it's supposed to be like a real like ah girl power moment she's taking back her power or whatever but at the end of the day she is one desecrating a corpse and two just keeps taking the time out to just do really unnecessarily shitty things yeah so i don't really feel like oh yeah you girl girl it's almost no it's almost like james bond lines that he gives you know, he's electrocuted someone and he's like shocking, positively shocking. It's more in that vein mm-hmm. of like ironic kind of quips and humour, but it doesn't really kind of land. But yeah, and also, mm. yeah, she's desecrating the body and really badly. Number one, who on earth nailed the coffin down and what's it made out of? Because she rips it apart with her bare hands. Mm-hmm. And two, how inept are those like graveyard workers? Because if you've seen the size of that hole she digs, she must have been there for days. Like she's she hasn't just dug a little pit, she's dug like a proper square, you know, hole to get down to this to this coffin. Um, and she's thrashing around and screaming and everything. Oh, <laughs> I know, and you're like, do you want to keep it down? Like you you're in a graveyard. I mean, granted, you're probably not going to wake anybody up, but and if you did that, it would be freaky. <laughs> But it's like, eh? And then she, and then she starts drowning it, doesn't she? With all the mud mm-hmm. and the rain, because you know, torrential rain at that moment, because of course it is. And then, Absolutely who, torrential. All of the, oh, oh, yeah. all of the corpses are going to be washed away. <laughs> Absolutely. The bit, the bit where God, this has gone dark. The bit, the bit where, <laughs> the bit where uh, the, there's no floating corpse. Oh no, there's, there's there's a floating corpse. People, there isn't. Yeah. multiple floating corpses um the, the the bit where like she's about to get out and then the corpse is fighting with like rips her hair out even though it's not a lot anyway. <laughs> um just, i'm like how, i'm like how brittle is your hair that you can't get out anyway and then how's she got where, any like, hair left as well it's been like four or five times they're taking a handful of hair out i don't have that much hair maybe you know maybe maybe i mean she's gonna have a serious ball patch at least for like a while like the amount of hair that gets ripped out of her face uh, ripped out of her face, out of her, out of her face, out of her head. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that, and then the bit where she's like drowning, and then all of a sudden, uh, the ground starts to collapse a little bit, and the this mm-hmm. like cross just hits her on the head with this like dunk and, and knocks her out. I genuinely laughed because the noise was hilarious. That's yeah, like, proper like dong, like a proper cartoon gdunk. It's um, great. It um, it's a proper like it's. It really gave off like Stephen King ending vibes. 
where like you know you've got this at the end you've got her little cursed button that she's got to try and give someone else to pass it along and then at the very beginning you have this thing with the coin and then I was just like they have to switch over with the envelopes I was like oh it's the coin um I was expecting her at the end to like give the curse over to her boyfriend and it would just be like oh no it's like a thinner kind of thing we're just like I've got what I wanted but um but then in the end it's just it's even it's even fucking stupider but I said it came off real Stephen King ending vibes of just like maybe she's gonna get through it and if if it had just swung down and just knocked her into the grave and then it just pans out and that's the end of the film I still would have been happy I still would have found that so hilarious yeah, that would have been good um so I mean I know she's in shock right and she's gonna get dragged to hell but why does she why does she back off about 15 feet Onto a railway line. Like the boyfriend's like, hey, 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 She's like, and she backs, she backs him out. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. And she backs off like 15 feet. And then like all of a sudden she's like, and she falls backwards onto a railway line. And then just as a train comes, going way too fast through a station, but let's not go there. It's America. Maybe they do it like that. I'm so pedantic. But yeah, then she just gets dragged to hell and the boyfriend's there. Here's a question. Does the boyfriend get the curse? Because he's got the little button, hasn't he? Or has the curse been fulfilled? Yeah, well, she didn't formally give the button to him because there's all this idea about like, oh, she formally presented it to the corpse. So it didn't matter that she, you know, kicked her mouth open and shoved it down (laughs) her her throat. It was like, well, it's a formal gift at this point. It's clearly given with a, you know, good intent. So... If someone gives you a gift and shoves a spade in your, in your face, then the present's not really going to cut it for me. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, I'd argue it's not really in in the the right vibe. Really, that's not you're not coming at it with the right approach. Uh, if it were me and I was in charge of doling out curses, if you um, shoved it into someone else's mouth to pass it along, I'd think okay, maybe that's not in the spirit of giving, personally. Yeah, well, she tries to put it in. The, well, she she's about to give it to Stu, the the coworker she's got that she's like vying this promotion with, um, who's just. Oh, it's after she was going to give it to the man on a ventilator. She's just like oh, scoping God, out yes. at the diner, and she's just like, "Well, that that man's uh, clearly ill. Maybe in her mind is she like, well." he's gonna die anyway like it's awful like I said she's supposed to be this good person but then she's like well you know this person's older so they they're worth less <laughs> yeah it's a very the only other film I can think of this that they, they kind of explore this is Final Destination 5 that where they kind of explain that you can pass if death's coming for you you can pass it on by kind mm. of either killing somebody else or, or kind of yeah, I think that's what it is. But yeah, that was yeah, that was all. I'd forgotten about the guy in the ventilator. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, mm, maybe. He's like, mm, should I? Shouldn't I? I'm like, you're in enough trouble. You've already an old lady has lost a house and then died, probably yeah. with a broken heart because you've denied her what would have been nothing to you. All right, yeah, you can yeah, have yeah. an extension. Then if she breaks that, you go, well, you've had your, you know, we've given you three times, you know. Exactly. Um, it's like it literally wouldn't have cost her anything. Like no, anything. Yeah. And then she's scoping out, you know, disabled people or people that are unwell to, to, to knock off. And you're like, well, hang on yeah. a minute. Like, and I'm supposed well, she's to like, well, re- my worth's, my life's more worthwhile than this guy's life. Uh, yeah. You're still was- going to hell, lady. You're going to hell either way. You're a bitch. I'm going to be, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to be, we're meant to be rooting for this person. And then the boyfriend's <laughs> just like, 
the boyfriend's just like, oh, you're such a good person. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, mate, she's not. She like, I know she's your last, but she, she really isn't. Um, yeah. No one's good in that film. Um, like early on where you hear he's like on the phone to his mum and his mum's just like, oh, you're still going around with that that girl off the farm. You need to be going out with this this lawyer <gasps> oh, girl, yeah. you know. Yeah. And like at any point, take her off speakerphone at any point, And you're yeah. just like, you're not even disagreeing at any point. You're just like, mm, yeah. To okay. be fair, though, right. To be fair, though, Sarah, we've just been talking about this girl, haven't we? This last for a while. And yeah. none of it's been good. Maybe maybe his mum. I know mother-in-law's not that one. Maybe his mum's got oh, they're not married. Maybe his mum's got a point. Maybe she can see maybe. right through her. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe she's already cursed one old woman. Or one old, <laughs> you never know. I don't, I don't know. You've got to think about these things. Um, Honestly, maybe. Maybe she's met her before and she's just like, no. <laughs> I'm getting really rancid vibes off of this lady. She's not a nice person. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, there is. Uh, I'd forgotten yeah, the farm bit. Oh god, yeah. Oh my god. Just yeah, like she's... you used to be fat, didn't you? I can tell. The worst thing in the world is being fat. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> this film oh. is so strange. It's yeah. The morals are so odd. <laughs> I like that though. I do like. Like you said, it's very Stephen King, and, and also life's mm. like that. Like very rarely do you get people who are. You know, completely good and completely bad. Most people are somewhere in the middle, uh, or if you're this woman with the whole except bank for this thing. lady, yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> she's just like no, no, like no one. I'm sorry, nobody gets to the management position in a bank without being a bit ruthless. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be, you've got to be, because surely you've got to be. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. In um, the position she's in as well, where like the the manager is clearly playing these two off of each other, um, and you're just playing into that. You know, like he's just trying to buy to see, have them sort of like clamor for this attention. If you're the manager, you know who should be getting the assistant manager's job. Don't play them off each other like it's a game. If you're subscribing to that, then maybe you shouldn't um, be the assistant manager. Either you've earned the job or you haven't, you know? Yeah, but you know what it's like? Like it doesn't, I don't know. I don't, it depends, doesn't it? uh, Sometimes I don't think it works like that. I think, you know what it is? He's probably too lazy to make a decision. He's mm. probably just like, oh, well, we'll just see how it goes. And he's probably wanting them to run and get his coffee and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, the bit with like getting there, get him in sandwich and stuff like that. Um, it's really strange, though, after like the initial, um, the initial interaction where she, like before she gets cursed and they're dragging this old lady out and there's just been some, you know, proper scene in this uh this bank branch and he's just like yeah you handled that really well like uh that's how we wanted that to go we wanted to be dragging old lady out old ladies out onto the street <laughs> just crying like in what situation was that handled well i don't know uh, yeah exactly like this <laughs> like surely you'd if that was any but any service job anywhere or any mm-hmm. customer facing role. If 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 an, if your interaction with somebody ended up with them being dragged out by security, yeah. if they haven't like threatened you or anything, if they haven't obviously if they threatened you on physical violence, that's not one thing. But but if they haven't, if they've just like been begging you t- type thing, and they're yeah. getting dragged out and thrown out on the street, you're like, that's not a good look. No, like, that's going to go. That's going to end up on TripAdvisor or Bank Advisor or whatever on earth, the, the, you know, whoever reviews banks, you know. <laughs> If you can find a branch nowadays that hasn't shut to go online, 
but let's not go there. Uh, you know, it's just I don't know. It's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is maybe this is why it's going on. Maybe, maybe they saw this, the banks, and thought, "No, we're not having this. We'll go yeah. all online." Um, <laughs> can't drag them out if no one can't let them in. Don't let them in. You can't have any <laughs> bad interactions. Yeah, it's just one click of a button, exit the chat. Oh, what a shame! They've gone. <laughs> Sorry about that. Lost our connection. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Oh yeah, it is a good film. I, the, the performances are quite. I do like um, Dilip Rao as the. Um, mm-hmm. He he was in Inception. He's been in a few things. He's one of these actors that always doesn't matter what film he's in. He always seems to stand out. Uh, yeah, really he was like, good. Yeah, he was. I remember that it's a a really good audience film. This I remember. Uh, I, re- I remember seeing it at the cinema. Uh, 2009 and really enjoyed it like it was one of those cinema like when you watch a film and people are laughing all the time and jumping it was like a really good experience um, as opposed to most horror films you go to see and people are just sat there like, like yeah. just, just like fed up or whatever you're just waiting for jump scares for a lot of uh, a lot of films nowadays and like it's it can be really tiring like you said there's very few jump scares in this film and when you do have them they they're really effective like there's a lot more just really creepy atmosphere stuff so a lot of like just shadows really long creepy shadows um which i think is it's just more effective than just constant jump scares i know that's like a really everyone says that but you know when you do get a jump scare when you get a scary little uh scarf <laughs> yeah, it's, true, scarf. it's true it's true yeah it's, it's true like the possessed handkerchief, like that's gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got no. It it definitely it, it is true. Like uh, one of the best horror films I've seen in the last, especially since this film came out, since about two thousand nine. It was a, uh, uh, the woman in black with the uh, Daniel mm-hmm. Radcliffe. I thought that was great. Really old fashioned, um, like a good scare, scary but old fashioned with it, and it really just like spooky, because, yeah, atmosphere yeah. building, yeah. Um, I just remembered one um, jump scare that I did really enjoy though you know she's she's in her bedroom and uh, it's trying to like claw through the and then she her phone beeps down it runs out of battery and she looks at a little Motorola razor or whatever and there's the the, the picture of the the gypsy lady on the phone screen oh so unnecessary so stupid but I loved it it. yeah yeah it's so 2009 it's unbelievable oh yeah it's Exactly. Um, there's, there's, um, I, I, the jump scare I enjoyed because I should have seen it coming, but, but just totally forgot about it. Another bit where she's eating the fly. Well, the fly's just gone in a gob because mm-hmm. everything seems to, no, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things, no, it doesn't matter. It's very mouth It's a very mouth focused yeah. film, um, yeah. <laughs> every sentence I was trying to think of, I was like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so she so she, she makes up coughing <laughs> um, a, a little bit pathetically, like, oh, flies in my mouth type thing. And then, and then she like lies back down. And then the boyfriend's not next to her. It's Mrs. Ganesh. Like, that's mm-hmm. just before she vomits on her. Um, yeah, I love that that made me jump. I was like, "Oh, you should have seen that coming." But uh, it's such a silly little one, isn't it? Like, it, same as me. Like, I kind of I've seen this before. It was like the the back seat of the car. Like, I've seen this before, but for some reason, I didn't expect it at that one point. This this lady's room. Um, if I was like possessed by a curse or something was coming for me, 
I couldn't sleep in the house that she sleeps in, which is just full of these like fucking floor length windows that are always cracked open for some reason. Yeah, I, I couldn't mean, sleep in there at the best of times. No, I mean, to be fair though, I think this is where the cultural differences come in because we're both, we're both from England. So, so you're mm-hmm. like Southern England, I'm Northern England, right? Northern England's a bit colder, Southern England's a bit sunnier, but there's no massive difference. It's cold. No. Most of the time it's cold. We don't do aircon in houses. You get aircon in buildings occasionally, but more, more heating. That's about it. In America, I don't know where in America it's set, I can't remember. I'm not really bothered. Um, but they, they have like aircon's a way of life for a lot because it's too hot outside, it's too humid, that kind of thing. So I think that's kind of a reason why, in a way. But I will say mm-hmm. this where the hell's are blinds? Like, I know it's warmer over there. But the sun still comes up early. Like, where's yeah. your blinds? And when where's she wakes up, she, like, you know, properly wakes up and it's like noon. It's like full on sun, absolutely. Like, you would have woken up by now. This, yeah. And like, don't both of these people have jobs and they seem to wake up at like <laughs> midday? Just, ooh. Imagine the sunburn as well, getting sunburned mm-hmm. in bed. <laughs> I would, masking. I could, I, honestly, yeah. I'd wake up and if you, like, the covers are off you. But you're next yeah, to she's the like, window. She's got like sheer curtains and like not even a proper, she's just got like a little sheet on. Yeah, you, you generally wake yeah. up just like with a tan. Like a, this is my sleeping tan. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if you were sleeping on your side as well? You'd look like two faces. You'd get up and <laughs> one half would be red, the other half would be white. You'd just, oh, that I wonder if anyone's done that. I bet they have. I bet they have. Answers on a postcard if anyone's done that. Um, you won't be from England, surely. Um, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, what a, what a fun film! I knew I, I knew you'd enjoy I, I knew you'd enjoy it. Oh, that that was mm-hmm. what I said. That was what I said when you cut off, and I didn't realize uh, about recommendations. Is I don't recommend. There's two things I recommend because I care about them deeply. One is food. I'll pay places to get food, and two are films. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mess about with either. Like I won't mm-hmm. say, oh, it's really good if if it's not. Um, it's like my dad, my dad watched, what did my dad watch earlier? And he said, oh, oh yeah. So my dad, he was just looking through films and he stumbled across Deadpool. I said, oh yeah, I know. He said, I found a film called Deadpool. I said, oh yeah, dad, what did you think? My dad watches a lot of films like I do. Uh, but he's a, he, we wouldn't do a podcast. He's far too much to the point. I said, oh dad, like, what did you think? Oh, I know Deadpool, what did you think? And he went, fucking a lot of old shite. He went, <laughs> this is literally what he said. I said, all oh, right, he said. I don't know whether it was meant trying to be fucking funny or, or silly or what a bl- bloody rubbish I turned it off. That's part of my, I've said this a few times. I'd love to have a podcast with my dad because it'd be like 30 seconds long if that, like, mm-hmm. oh, dad, what did you think of this? Fucking shite. All right, dad, cheers. Thanks for listening. Bang, that's it. Short and sweet. Get See you next cat. week. Yeah, yeah. It will be so much less effort as well. Um, <laughs> like, you I do waffle. like 30 reviews. Oh, my God. You just yeah. do like... Super compilation. What do you think of this? Nah, it's all right. What do you think of this? Yeah, uh, shit. <laughs> I know, but it, like my dad's generally right as well. Like very rarely is he wrong. When, like in my opinion, we and we do differ on opinions of something like Inception. He just can't get away with. But he fell mm. asleep. He watched it when he'd come in from nights. I said, Dad, don't watch this now. Oh, oh yeah. Did, I didn't bloody get it. I know you didn't, Dad, but you were tired and you fell asleep halfway through. You're not going to understand a film like Inception if you fall asleep halfway through. No. You've got to watch it. Um, yeah, trouble is, uh, if you like, if you try and rewatch it, if you've had a bad experience in watching it first time round, half time you can't really get past that. If you try and rewatch it, it's true. So I've had that with a couple of films where, like, I probably would like it, but I watched it when I, like you said, too tired or couldn't concentrate on it or whatever. And then 
you don't get the opportunity to watch it for the first time again. Yeah. And obviously a lot of these films really benefit from the first time watch. So like, I get it, but it is a, it's a shame. I really like Inception. I think it's a good film. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, the I'll tell you which film I was like that with, and I'd like to hear a few of your examples. Uh, just while I remember, the film I watched, and I, God, I think I watched it on video. So it must have been one of the last films. I mean, 2003, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, uh, mm. with Russell Crowe, which I love. I think it's one of, I think it's a great film. It really, like a brilliant film. It's, it's really underrated. Um, but when I watched that the first time, I remember finishing it and going, is that it? I'd just been really disappointed. I don't know what I was expecting or whether I was expecting some kind of Pirates of the Caribbean thing. But I was thinking, oh, is that it? And then I was disappointed. And then, yeah, I watched it back, um, you know, when I'm older, when I was older. And I really enjoyed it because it's not supposed to be like a Pirates of the Caribbean thing. It's not supposed to be all action. It's more kind of a glimpse of what life was like back then. Um, mm. So what, what, um, what, like, what some of your, what, um, what examples have you got? Like, what films have you seen that you could never really, never get away with again? Oh, for, for some reason, right? I there was a period of time where I was trying to watch Seven, and um, I know I'd really enjoy it if I managed to get through it. But like every time I sat down to watch this film, I'd get like forty minutes in and I would fall asleep. And now it's like I'm conditioned that every time I put on this film, I'll get forty minutes in and I fall asleep. And I've tried it about three or four times now, and I'm like, this is just not going to happen for whatever reason it's just like regular as clockwork it's good if i want to sleep yeah, i've done that before say, yeah. i've been like i'll just put on seven then ha <laughs> i'll fall asleep and then just fucking did <laughs> that's not that's a bit that's not a relaxing film to watch no it's quiet it's not times. a relaxing film but it's, it's like quiet and it's dark but it's not exactly you know put yourself to sleep kind of fair like oh. and i know i'd really like it like subject matter wise strange if I could get through yeah, it, I know I'd love it, but I don't know what it is about that film. Speaking of which, just because I've remembered, have you seen The Batman yet? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I have. I really liked it. Did you? I'm going to go see it again, I think. I'm waiting for the DVD. It's, uh, I'm going to put a review. I've done my notes. I've had my notes for the review about a week. Uh, I'm mm. definitely going to do do a review, um, so keep an eye out for that, people. But, um, but I... I, 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 it's a film I want to watch again because I think it'll, it'll, it'll stand up to repeat viewings and you'll get to see more of the clues and that kind of thing. But I, I don't so. want to go and spend three hours in the cinema again. Um, yeah. I like to be able to pause. I like to be able to go for a wee, come back, get a cup of tea. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's not an engrossing film, um, but my my tagline or my my summing up of the film for my podcast, like my review, is going to be: it's a good film with a great film trying to get out. That's what it mm. is like. It's just a little bit needs a bit of editing, and but it's not it's not bad, and it's certainly different to what we've had before. Which yeah, quite like. I was I was surprised by the very fact that it was quite different because you think yeah. like you know we've seen the same thing so many times, like we've trodden this same ground. Like I'm surprised that any of it came across as like feeling quite fresh. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm gonna go see it again, but like you said, it's the three hour long time of just just. I don't have a spare three hours half no. the time. Like I have to reorient my week around having, because once you add in like travel and stuff like that, that's four hours as a whole evening. Yeah. Well, I went straight from work to see it. I went on a Monday night, uh, was mm. it a week, a Monday, uh, whatever it was. And I, I went straight from work 
got there for the well in fact i had to i had to ring because i ended up being late, late finishing work uh, and i rang and moved fair play at the cinema they moved my showing back an hour so i ended up going to see the 6 p.m showing instead of the 5 p.m showing and um yeah like i said it's you go in there and i said to the guy when does it actually start oh, about half past six so i was in and it got out of there like half nine like your night's gone by the time i got home it was yeah. 10 o'clock you know shower get back in bed <laughs> you go to back to work and it, it was good but it was just it, i remember getting up and walking out and thinking God, my ass was asleep and i thought even though the <laughs> cinema seats are comfy my ass is asleep um and i just thought god that was long that was like it yeah. wasn't boring but it's just like it was long it's just um, a long story it's not like yeah. it was dragged out it was just it's a long sequence of events but yeah i'm looking forward to it coming on streaming or coming out on blu-ray or something because i would like to watch it and just yeah enjoy it in the comfort of my own home and like i feel really weird about that because i don't like that you know cinema's in a bit of a decline at the moment i don't want to feed that but at the same time there's something to be said for like watching it with your friends and being able to yeah. discuss stuff as it's happening like i really value that and you can't have that in the cinema so hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I don't know if cinema, well, I don't know if it's cinemas that are, are in decline or the quality of movies, films are in decline. Mm. I really do think, I mean, I've been going to see kind of really like little hidden gems. Uh, as You know, I, I tend to look at the cinemas and scroll all the way to the bottom. <laughs> I've been going to kind of flashback ones, which are like old films at the cinemas. Like, uh, like national theatre live ones at the cinemas picking these little British and American films or Australian films that you've never heard of um, because I think they're more interesting to look at because everybody does the Batman everybody mm. does scream and it's like who and yeah I get it the, the popular people want to hear about it so maybe I'm working against myself in that but um, sometimes I just can't be bothered um, to, yeah. to like do the more popular ones because I just think well it, it was all right so I don't know. We'll see if I yeah. do Batman one or not. I don't know. So I think a lot of these films are just like um, they're good. You know, there's it's hard for like we were saying about um, the remake of the Mummy. Like there are some really bad ones, but in general, yeah. a lot of films that come out they're just kind of average. They're just fine. Yeah. Um, like I like the Batman. I think it was. I think it was good. I don't think it's average, but um, there's less to talk about with some of these films and there are yeah. with like the weirder ones um it could be hard to know what to say like because everyone's already saying it all to be honest yeah 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 absolutely um but yeah it, it you know what can you do uh what we're we talking about um drug me to hell yeah good yeah. film good film uh really good film uh really wacky um really good film but what you mates with a couple of beers or i don't know a date night type mm. movie. Um, I mean, I, yeah, not not kind of a romantic date night, more of a kind of should we stick some on and have a bit of a laugh um, kind of date night. Because um, it does get a bit gross at certain points. Oh, um, some of the, yeah, the, the practical effects and just they're weird. They got a lot of use out of some like gunge in this. Oh, yeah. It's a lot oh, of absolutely. gross liquids. <laughs> Yeah, the director went to the to the workshops. The, the, the special effects people, the, mm -hmm. like the practical effects people, got this script and they must have been like, get it. Yeah. <laughs> just start mixing vomit. goo. Yeah, yeah, it's just, 
Run yes, I do enjoy it. <laughs> where those? Where are the fake bugs? Have you got any fake? Where are the maggots? Where? Get it all. Oh, I bet they're loving it. Um, and the fake teeth, like you said, the <gasps> false teeth <gasps> and yeah, the nails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they smash, don't they, on the dashboard? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she puts them. Oh my god! Yeah, this is another thing, right? Watching it. What's the the crack with like she puts them back in and they like click in? I'm like, whose false teeth do that? I don't like, know. There's no poly Why gripping she, up. There's no poly She takes grip. them out all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's like at the bank as well, just like a taking her teeth out and plopping it down on a yeah. on her desk and then <gasps> Yeah, she puts them in a handkerchief, doesn't she? <laughs> that, that's it, the handkerchief. The handkerchief, the handkerchief. Maybe the possessed handkerchief is the only thing that can contain the teeth. Um, <laughs> it's actually the good guy. It's actually warning her, um, for like, yeah. turn back now. Yeah, Why are you going to get dragged to hell? Yeah, the handkerchief. Yeah, the handkerchief is the good guy. Um, yeah, yeah, because they smash on the dash. <laughs> they smash on the dash, don't they? And they go all like spiky mm-hmm. and. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. I really she's... liked. The eye bit as well, you know, yes. when she's yeah, yeah. in the in a shed, which apparently has got like ice skates and like a hanging anvil in her oh. shed, like just as you do, and just yeah, the anvil just smashes onto this old lady's head, and her eyes like pop out and splat against <laughs> her face like a just wet toilet roll, and it's just that looks so much fun to make. Good description. Um, imagine being that person who's got like a all these fake heads. Uh, which is like you got to figure out a way to propel <laughs> eyeballs out of it. I know. But again, about the practical effects, people will absolutely love it. I mean, yeah, good description by the way, especially with the old toilet paper. That was I enjoyed that quite a lot. Um, although, if you, I tell you, isn't it stupid? Interesting fact, not interesting, but whatever. A lot of the time, when you go, I don't know if it's the same around the world, but a lot of times, if you notice, when you go to the you go to the shops, right? And I, I don't know why I noticed this. Probably on a boring shopping trip with my mum and my sister, thinking, "Oh dear God, when will it end?" When I noticed, a lot of them say toilet tissue instead of toilet roll. Like, yeah. Who the hell? Who the hell goes? Do you know from the shop? Oh yeah, get me some toilet tissue. You'd be like, "What? Get you some what?" Anyway, yeah. what we t- what we, that was just yeah, shards running again. It's a there. weird like puritanical thing of just like it's when you people refer to things as the water closet i'm gonna go to the water closet i saw that in something recently i'm trying to think what it was um but yeah it's just like you know what you know what it is you know what it's for yeah it's yeah it's it's, uh, to be fair i've had this conversation with the the americans it's the best with the americans because uh a few of my podcasting friends are americans and they say especially before you start and stuff like oh i'm just gonna go to the restroom and you're like the, the, the what like <laughs> um the what or, or like i'm gonna go to the the, the bathroom this uh, they say and uh mm. if someone said that to you you'd be like i'm just gonna go to the bathroom you'd be like what you couldn't have showered before i arrived yeah like, it's like we're starting now like if you wanted to shower or take a bath or whatever like yeah. the time has passed mate yeah 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 exactly but to them it's like no i'm going to the toilet like, like oh okay you got the loo all right you know, it's, all, yeah. it's plausible deniability oh. i could be doing any of these things i'm in the bathroom i don't i don't want to i don't want to i don't it's like america you, you, you're magical but i don't need a mystery about what you're doing in the toilet i don't need that <laughs> You know, over here, it's like, go for a wee, go for a poo, go for number one, yeah. number two. It's about as polite as we get. If you're at work, it's like, oh, I'll just, yeah, I'll, just, I'll be two minutes. And, mm-hmm. like, that that's it. That Like, that's legitimately it. Um, 
I drive in my job, so I'm always like, I'll just go have a try before we go before we go out. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. Uh, it's like when you were a kid, if you're like, you know, going with the caravan somewhere or you go yes. on holiday or mm-hmm. go on a long drive, your mum or dad would be like, go and have a wee, go to the toilet. No, I don't need one, dad. Don't, don't need, need one. Go and have a try. <laughs> go and have a try. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny sometimes, like, you do think, I, th- I think there's sometimes when I listen to other podcasts with Americans, you think, oh, that's a bit stereotypical. But it, mm. sometimes it's just true. We're just a bit, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's a funny one, isn't it? But uh, yeah. What the hell did we get on? Oh, toilet tissue, that was it. Toilet tissue, um, wet toilet yeah, tissue. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love toilet paper. Um, yeah, the, 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 the gory bit. I had a point after that, but it's just, it's just, it's gone. Um, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely gone. Um, oh no 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 it's come back right the eye um, you know where she's attacking her with the state well she's hmm. defending herself in inverted commas um, from this, against this a woman. frail old lady yeah <laughs> I mean I don't know how frail she is like she gives her a good uh, <laughs> she rips out a good clump of her hair and then she, she hits her in the eye with this staple doesn't she hmm. and like closes one of her eyes and then she's driving towards this car just before the car crashes and the woman flies forward and smashes her teeth out like she's like in shock, she goes to open her eyes, and the staple like pings out, and her eye yeah. opens in shock. With a proper out. ping as well. Yeah, like <laughs> ping, and I proper laughed. I was like, yeah, this is this is my kind of humor. This film, oh, it's just it's just silly. And then that's another bit, right? Just before she gets dragged to hell, what's the whole bit about where she's like, hello, and she's knocking on the window of this like really fancy clothes shop, and she's like excuse me i want to buy that jacket and the woman's like yeah. no we're not open she's like oh please please i really need it my boyfriend's coming back and it's a really and, like, and then next scene you see her and she's got the jacket i'm like that's you all over that like yeah. oh please please i'm all little sweet and innocent but yeah. you're not though, i'm you? the most important person in the universe uh you have to cater to me right now i know you're not open but like it's really important to me uh just she's not a nice person she's just not well maybe see again with america and england right the, the whole thing, like, in America, the way their service is, fair play at home, it's unbelievable in terms of, uh, because the tips and stuff. They would have opened it early. Over here, mm-hmm. they'd be like, sorry, we don't open for 10 minutes. We're not covered yeah. by the insurance fee at being here. If something falls on you, we, we're going to get done. Sorry. 10 minutes yeah. and you can have that. I'll take it off the rack for you. Um, or the, the, the rack, as in, like, a, a clothesline, not an actual rack. Uh, people might not get that reference, man. <laughs> like, I'll take, it off, I'll take it off the mannequin for you. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah the, I would. I wouldn't open the door to work. <laughs> just like I'm, I'm paid to serve you within the hours of like nine and five. Outside of that time, no, you're not getting anything from me. As soon as I'm on the clock, yeah, you can have it. You can have the best service <laughs> in the world. Before that, I'm my own person. You can stay outside. That's because I work in a shop. <laughs> oh yeah. Fair. Oh no, yeah. You said where you worked. Yeah. You used to have like, one of those where I lived, but uh, they don't have one anymore. I used to love going in there for the cheap DVDs because it costs you next to now. It's quite. It's not a film you could deep dive into. It's like it's just. It is what it is. I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like, um, I don't think there's hidden layers really to no, get from it. No. It's just. It is what it is. It's. It's. Uh, but it's great uh, at that. That's what I like. I love hmm. the simplicity of. He knows what it is. He does it well. It's not trying to... There's, this is what I love. There's no political understatement. Or, yeah. like, hidden statement. There's no kind of... Maybe they try and do it a little bit, but there's no kind of 
they're not trying to kind of pit anybody against each other. Um, it's just all sp- spot on. Like it's just yeah. silly. For, and they're it's not very... setting up like another film. There's oh, no extended oh, universe. Oh, There's no like that. linking now, it into anything else. No. Well, they asked him about this. I think 2019 to 10 years after it came out, they said to him, "Oh, Sam Raimi, would you ever?" Because he's just directed Morbius as well. So they said to him, which is his first superhero film in like 15 or. No, 15 years 16 years a long time um so they said oh are you do you thinking about doing a sequel to to drag me to hell and he kind of essentially said well she dies at the end where where do i go <laughs> like the, go the, into hell yeah. yeah yeah like there was a thought that maybe she'd given the curse to her boyfriend but what like no. where would you go with it it would just be the same thing but this does have a very because he did 80s horror films like the evil the evil dead and evil dead 2 uh is it dust till dawn i think it was called um, something like that, and so it has a very eighties vibe to it. You, you you picked up on that with the Stephen King. It's got a very yeah. Well, this was before everything. I mean, everything's the eighties now. It's like lost its nostalgia completely. Yeah, um, like I said it's not um it's not like eighties styled, but it's got um it's got a very nice definitive ending, and like that yeah. is a thing that horror films cannot yeah. do no. nowadays. Apparently, they can't have just a nice unambiguous ending. Um. You know, it could have it could have cracked the door open and just like, oh, maybe maybe she hasn't been dragged off to hell. You know, it could have ended yeah. and you just see the the uh, train coming towards her, but it's like, nope, yeah. there she is, dragged I away. Love, I love films that do that. I love films. I do. That, I love films that just go bang. You you finish. You're done. You get like, closure. Um, I love Christopher Nolan's film. Like his Batman films were great for that. They just mm-hmm. kind of went bang. You're done. That's it. I, I like that about them. His films tend to do that. They tend to just end and like that's it. Um, yeah, I, I did. I, I really enjoyed the film. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was I was thinking, I was thinking, oh, I hope she enjoys it. I hope I haven't. No, when you worry you've oversold something, because I hadn't seen it for years, but I hope I haven't oversold it. You know what I mean? But no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, no, thanks again I for, think, your ta- for your yeah, time. Yeah, your recommendation's good because, like, um, recommending it off the back of something like Mummy Returns, it's like it's a bit silly, but at the same time, it's really enjoyable at yeah. what it does, it's very effective. Because like if you um, if I was just like give me a good horror film and you recommended that maybe it wouldn't have hit the same you know yeah yeah well the, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I'll get I'll pass you to the recommendation now it might fall one or two ways so we don't have to review this and I can't keep doing this we'll be reviewing every other week um, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's a a film and it, it sounds like it would be like every other film you've ever seen it's called The Strangers did you ever see it. Because I went through a real, I went through a real spate when I was, I don't know if it was the mates I had at the time, uh, but when I was at college at like 2008, 2007, 2002, about 2008, nine, around then, I had a real spate of going to see all these horror films. I don't know why, maybe because we were old enough, I don't know. And I remember seeing The Strangers, and when you, uh, when you Google it, I mean, they made some sequels, but I never bothered with them. But when when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow, because the starts really start like, whoa, Jesus, I wasn't expecting this. Um, and the, the story is really decent as well. Um, and it, it, it is like a home invasion type film. But don't let that put you mm. off. You'll probably see it and think, oh, I know what this is going to be. But again, it's like a film. It's more of a horror film, but it's more of like it knows exactly what it is. And it kills it. Like, I really like I need to get that on DVD, actually. I thought I did, but I don't. But The Strangers, it's called. Okay. Um, it's kind of like what the purge could have been if it had been on its game because that was kind of a waste the purge the first one was a bit like 
they had this great idea and then just kept it to a house. Whereas The Strangers is like right from the yeah. first scene or the first part of the film, you'll be like, whoa, this it'll hook you in. Whether or not it's as good as I remember, I don't know. I hope it is. I'll have to give it a go. But yeah, The Strangers is a good one too. And to for anybody out there um, who likes kind of horror films or uh, particularly modern ones, because there's that much out there now. And this was before Jordan Peele started doing Get Out and all these kind of, and them and the films he's done, where he's, what do they call it now? Elevated horror, which I don't really, whatever. Mm. Um, no, there, there are a few gems out there, but you've, they're not easy to find. Um, the same with like, oh, what was the one that Kate Beckinsale did? Is it called No Vacancy? It's, I know it sounds like a band. I think that's what it was called. And that was so. that was set in a hotel with a boyfriend. I've got the DVD of that. I watched it recently. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that's a good one as well. Uh, yeah, there's all these little weird ones that obviously they do DVD sequels galore on these films, but the first ones are generally decent. The same with like Wolf Creek as well. That was a good one, which I think was Australian. But that was pretty good. That was pretty creepy. See, that's why you don't need to do a re- remake. You don't need to do a reboot. Just no. sometimes originals, original series uh, films work. How long do you reckon they do um, a reboot of Drag Me to Hell? Ooh, or sank in the universe of? It's got to be coming up. I mean, there's, there seems to be no limit now. I mean, mm. they've they've just remade Home Alone. Now that's it now. that literally, mm. I'm not even joking. Once you remake a film like that, that's it. They'll remake everything. Yeah. They'll remake absolutely everything. Why why can't they come up with an original idea? Christopher Nolan can do it, but granted, he's earned his money and mm. he's earned his kind of credit and his you know um, his standing, if you will, his prestige. Um, that's quite a good joke for anybody because he did a film called The Prestige. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, did he? I think he did. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's uh, Nolan. Yeah, he did the prestige. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a bit of a. You know, when you drop it in there and think, no, I don't matter. I was yeah, because it was it. the illusionist at the same time and they're like really, really similar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. It, it just seems like... Then again, though, films that come out and are really good and unique don't make a lot of money. So... No. Very rarely. So no wonder studios won't take a gamble on them. They'll just it's kind just, of go. The amount of time you needed to leave before you, like, you could remake something and people would accept it used to be like a couple of years. And now it's like... Like Suicide Squad, how long was it between the Suicide Squad and then the remake of Suicide Squad? I didn't bother with the other of them, to be honest. Yeah, it's not nothing amazing, just, but like just, it was yeah. a couple of years at most. Like it's just <laughs> you shouldn't be able to do that. Or just oh, you don't like it. Or just uh... they couldn't even be bothered to come up with a decent name. They just put the in front of it. I mean, how very rarely does a film stand out for me. Um, mm. I try re- and avoid trailers for that reason, like, um, because so all of the trailers that are out nowadays just make films look fucking awful. So I just don't watch them because I would never, I'd never watch anything if I watch things off the basis of their trailer. I'd never yeah. watch anything. It's so poor. And again, this used to be like a real, there's a craft to making a good trailer, oh, yeah. Yeah. and like the ones that work still work. Um, but it's like that's been lost for some reason. Yeah. They just they can be misleading. Sorry, go on. Mm. No, they can be misleading. Yeah, no, I agree with you on it's that. It's like one of the best trailers I've ever seen. And I mean, I'm, I'm not even kidding. The, one of the best trailers I've ever seen um, was a trailer, and you, you'll laugh, was a trailer for term, uh, tra- trailer for Terminator Salvation. Um, yeah. Like the, 
uh, and they did a trailer of that, which showed like a concentration camp for humans. Well, kind of like a camp that all the humans were penned in with the Terminators on the outside, and it had the music. Uh, I think it's called "When the Day Went Away" by Nine Inch Nails. I think it's called uh, something like that. And it was unbelievable. And I thought, oh my god, this looks this looks unbelievable. And the film was, mm-hmm. well, the film was okay. It, I thought it was awful at the time, but given what's come since in the Terminator franchise, it, it's not that bad in retrospect. At least they tried to do something different. But yeah, sometimes yeah, it's they, okay. they, can, they can work against you. And what what I, I noticed this because I have seen like you know Spider Man and Batman, and I went to see the Duke, and I went to see a few other films at the cinema recently. And what is that? What's What's the crack with trailers having this like awkward humor? Like, where's that come from all of a sudden? Like, I don't know. It it's just I don't know. It's it's just all like Ugh. like very rarely do I kind of watch a trailer. Like, oh, it looks good. Half yeah, the time, there's I think, so many oh. things. There's so many like little things that trailers do that um, like they're like parody worthy, but it's yeah. still being done. Just like you know the trope of having some slowed down acoustic version of like a popular song and like it's it's like as soon as you see it it's jarring yeah. but they still fucking do it yeah do you know what <laughs> else like, to do as well humorous. what mm. else to do since inception came out with the you know that noise oh my god everything's every got other a trailer every other trailer yeah. it's like it doesn't matter what it is either it doesn't matter about the no. genre it will have like i said love that weird cringe humor it'll yeah. have that slowed down version of a song you already know yeah. it, it, it um, just yeah it, it could be like it could be couldn't it it's like sarah was looking for the man of her dreams mm-hmm. and you're like, what's, what's yeah. this? like what's this supposed to be it's just it's just odd and here's another thing as well oh god brought morning now but posters as well what happened mm-hmm. to the art of posters why are they all like main character in the middle all yeah. the people on the outside yeah you've got a little triangle of all the people stood behind yeah some off to the side every single actor that's in it because you've got to no one will ever watch it unless they know every single actor yeah. they want to look at basically imdb page of this mm. fucking film like you can't no. like the batman one's pretty good because it's like it's just batman <laughs> yeah oh no 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 well i've got uh zoe kravitz is catwoman next to him haven't I? oh that's the one i've seen which oh, isn't too bad. It's but always it going to be make, one shitty one. <laughs> but yeah, but it kind of makes Batman look like kind of secondary to his own film. Like oh, it's about yeah. them too. It's like, yeah. but it's not. She's good in it, don't get me wrong. One of the best posters I've seen, and the film wasn't great at all, um, but it was a it was a, a teaser poster for, uh, I don't know if you can get it. I wonder if you can, I might get it. Um, for, and I saw it in the cinema for Alien Covenant, uh, which is the, mm-hmm. the sequel to Prometheus, which I didn't mind, but... Um, and it was just it was a it was it was a black poster with a little bit of light and it had the xenomorph's head just slightly out of shadow right in the middle of it and at the bottom of it in white writing it just said run and i thought yeah that's how you that's do a good that's, poster. How, that's how you do a poster that's how you do a poster like dying of the day the bond film terrible bond film or one of the worst but one of their their teaser poster was um ice with like uh, oh god, what was the gun? Was it a wolf of PPK with a silencer on the front? I'm gonna go and say it was. Um, like melted into the ice, like smoking 007. That's what that teaser. So, posters can be good, posters can be mm-hmm. unbelievable. And you are selling a product to people, but showing people like the same poster they've seen a million times, like the Doctor Strange and the Spider Man Far From Home, yeah. No Way Home. 
Norway home, whatever it is. They just look um, the same, didn't they? Yeah. They just all blend in and you're like, mm. everything's just so, I know we spoke about this before. Uh, everything's just so like bland and generic. Like people who say like, don't get Spider-Man was all right. It was good. Wouldn't mm. have been as good without the return of people. Let's be honest. No. Like Batman was all right. But are people really going to remember these films in like 20 years and talk about them and say, oh my God, they're amazing? Probably not. Uh, I mean, if if you do, great. Like This is just my shitty opinion for what it's worth, which is nothing really to, to anybody. It's just my opinion. Um, yeah. Trouble uh, with the Spider-Man one is like, it's it hinges so much on what it sets up that if the films yeah. that come after this are bad, no one's going to look back on that film and see it as anything other than a set up for something that turned out to be shit. Yeah. Well, it's like well, the new Star Wars ones, right? Oh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. good film, but the stuff it set up for was absolute shit. So now you can't watch Force Awakens no. without feeling like yeah. it's just a preamble to a big pile of shit. Yeah, it's, it's strange, isn't it? But, it um, is. I mean, that that last aside, um, <laughs> aside, we... Uh, we enjoyed uh, Drag Me to Hell. Anybody who's still listening <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to our uh, absolutely to our qualms, but uh, no. Th- thanks again, Sarah, for joining me. Um, do you want to um, just give a little? Do you want to okay, give, okay. Uh, just a little bit of um, who you are? Yeah, where people can find you. Yeah, so I am uh, Sarah from Weird Horizon. So my podcast focuses on sort of paranormal and conspiracy theory topics at the moment i'm sort of doing a little series on ufos and the men in black conspiracy around ufos um so if you like the sound of that it's mostly going into ufo history so you know the founding of the community in in the early 50s so that's what i'm into at the moment um so if you like that you can find me as weird horizon i'm on twitter as well and i'm on instagram as weird horizon podcast so that is me but thank you for having me it's been a i really do like coming and talking about films it's very enjoyable especially yeah. fun films yeah uh, to be fair i've had too many too many films where i just kind of i haven't liked them and i've mourned so it's nice to do films that i really enjoy because it, it brings a different kind of energy to the um to the podcast like it's a good laugh to do mm-hmm. them even not saying it's not saying it's bad when they're a bad film but it's just kind of edgy when you can have a bit of a, of a laugh and um is that a cup of tea i can hear there it's, it's my yeah own. sorry it's me oh, that's fine. no that's fine no i just i heard i heard a bit of uh, crockery getting hit and i thought oh tea um, <laughs> i think it's just ingrained into it into my mind i think uh but no yeah um so thank you uh, to say for joining me uh review it yourself because i'm gonna have to start doing this because everybody else does um uh, the podcast is on Instagram, uh, Good Pods, Podchaser, uh, Twitter. That's a pretty big one. Um, and you can find it on Spotify, Google, and you wherever you listen to your podcasts, it should be there. Um, feel free to um, jo- uh, like follow us. Please go mm-hmm. follow Sarah's um, podcast as well. I'm looking forward to where uh, I might wait until the full series is out. I don't know how many you're doing. Uh, of like the men in black and that kind of thing because when you told me about that i was like oh that sounds very interesting so i'm going to give that a listen definitely um I, I tend to play them in my car i don't know about anybody else i like to play podcasts in my car although you do look a bit mad when you're um you do look a bit strange when you know when you're like laughing your head off and because you're listening to somebody <laughs> and people look at you when you're stuck in traffic like what is he doing you're just there like laughing at yourself um but yeah um so thank you again to sarah for joining me and uh, thank you for listening. If you're uh, 
if he's still here. Good luck yeah. trying to edit this down, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll try. It'll be fine. <laughs>